You're now listening to Sambuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church's podcast. We hope that it will help you with your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ and your relationship with the people around you. God bless you. To God be the glory. Volcanoes are very huge and they are very spectacular, especially if you have a volcano which is a perfect cone like Mount Mayon or Mount Fuji in Japan. But volcanoes are very dangerous. The moment they erupt, destruction and calamity will follow. Scientists believe that in 535 AD, a huge ancient volcano Krakatoa in Indonesia erupted and when it erupted it spewed millions and millions of tons of smoke and ash into the atmosphere and the sky was dark for three years. The light from the sun could not penetrate and so millions of people die especially in the northern hemisphere because winter did not stop for three years. Hindi sila pwedeng magtanim, wala silang pagkain, dahil walang tutubo, the ground is covered with snow and ice. And when there is no vegetation, animals will die. And when vegetation and animals will die, people will also die. Not only because of hunger, But because the water from the rain was poisonous, when it rains, the water mixed with sulfuric acid in the atmosphere was poisonous. And so many people died because the sun cannot penetrate into this thick and dark smoke and dust. As I was thinking about this, I realized that The moment man sinned against God, he was covered with spiritual darkness. Spiritual darkness enveloped the entire human race and there is no solution unless light would come from the presence of God. And tonight, kindly open your Bibles to the book of John, John chapter 8, 12 to 18. John 8, 12 to 18. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him, Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid. For I know where I came from and where I am going. But you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true. Because I am not alone, I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two 
witnesses is true. I am one who testify for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. May God bless us upon the reading of His words. As you can see in this passage, very similar to the passage that we have discussed last Sunday and the other Sundays. That when Jesus started using the first personal pronoun, I am, doon nagka-problema ang mga Jewish authorities. Because they were not accustomed to that. Whenever a prophet would say something, he would always say, ito yung sinabi ng Diyos. And the Pharisees and the other religious authorities reacted to the words of Jesus. They could not believe what they were hearing. Although the concept of God as light is not new. Thousands of years ago, the psalmist already said about this. In Psalm 27, verse 1, it says, Psalm 27, 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The prophet addresses God as the light. So kung si Jesus Christ, sinabi lang niya, God is the light. Walang problema yung mga tao. But he was different. He was different from all the prophets. Because instead of saying, God is my light, he is saying, I am the light of the world. And this made the Jewish authorities, the unbelieving Jews, very angry. Because they did not only memorize Psalm 27, but they also memorized Isaiah chapter 42. What does it say in Isaiah? It's no longer the prophet saying now. It is God himself. And listen to what God is saying in Isaiah 42. That's 800 years before Jesus Christ. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teachings, the islands will put their hope. This is what God the Lord says. The creator of the heavens who stretches them out, who spreads out the earth with all its springs from it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk in it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. He's referring to his servant. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and make you to be a covenant to the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. Now, if you were a Jew listening to Jesus, and you know this passage, two things you will do. You either accept Him as the light of the world, 
who he claims to be, or you would question him and ask him, are you telling us that you are this person whom God said during the time of Isaiah that he will be sending with his power, his authority, his spirit, and he will be the light to the nation? Are you saying you are this person? And because of that, they rejected him. Because they could not believe that this simple son of a carpenter would be the person being talked about by Isaiah chapter 42. That he would open the eyes of the blind, free the captives from prison, and release them from the dungeon, and set them free. But for you and for me, who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank God that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ. Because throughout history, nobody fits this description except Jesus Christ. No other person. Hanggang ngayon, walang tao na ang kanyang qualification ay katulad ng sinabi sa Isaiah 42, except the Lord Jesus Christ. Because there are three things that we notice when a person is under spiritual darkness. Kaya pasalamat tayo at nagpunta si Jesus Christ and He brought the light to us. Because the first thing that happens to a person who is under spiritual darkness is that he lost his sense of direction. When you are in darkness, you do not know where to go. Your direction is totally destroyed. You're like a ship in the middle of a dark ocean. You're going around in circles. You're drifting with nowhere to go. Unless God comes in, when we are spiritually blind, when there is no light, it takes the light from God for us to see our direction. When we were in the elementary days, we had this favorite teacher who was fond of telling us stories. And one of the stories he told us was about two blind men who grew up near the sea because their parents were fishermen. So nung maliit pa sila, pareho silang bulag, sila lang nag-uusap. Kahit anong oras, wala namang problema, araw at gabi, walang difference sa mga bulag. So they grew up together and one day, they noticed that people, there, there's a time of the day where people were noisy and there's also a time that the people were silent. So, wala nang gumagala-gala. And they decided to go out fishing. Nangangapa sila, hinanap nila yung bangka at uh, hindi naman natin masabing nakita nila kasi hindi masil makakita. They, they held on to the boat they also noticed that there were paddles, dalawang saguan, tamang-tama para sa kanilang dalawa. And the, the nets were ready. So they started paddling. Sabi ng isa, huwag kang maingay, baka magising yung mga kapitbahay natin. Slowly, they paddled. And maybe about 30 minutes, sabi ng isa, ibaba na natin yung net. Kasi medyo malayo na tayo sa dalampasigan. And all of a sudden, Narinig nilang tumilaok yung 
manok doon sa kanilang likuran. Hindi pala natanggal yung tali ng boat. That's what happens when you are blind. You think you're on the right direction, but you're not. And so, it is important that the light will come to us so that we will be able to know which direction we should follow. Because without the light, our sense of direction is totally destroyed. But some would say, Pastor, I am successful. I was able to set my goals, my political goals, and I was able to accomplish them. Maybe, yes. Some of us may become very powerful because we are able to accomplish our political goals. Some of us would say, Pastor, I was able to fulfill my economic goals. Nung bata pa ako talagang nagsikap ako, ito yung direksyon na aking sinunod, I was able to get it. I'm now very, very rich. Maybe some of us are very rich. And some of us would say, Pastor, I was able to accomplish my social goals. Marami akong na-accomplish. Yes, many of us may be able to accomplish a lot of things, accumulate a lot of things, but that is only for this life. My question is, what happens when people bring you to your grave? Where will you go from there? A story is told about a king, about uh, two days or three days ago, nabasa ko itong story, about a king and a very poor man. There was a king who was very rich, very powerful. His realm was very wide. He had thousands of soldiers and thousands of servants. And there was a poor man. Yung mahirap na tao talagang, he was just surviving. One day, the poor man decided to dig a grave. Naghukay siya ng yung libingan, six by six, six feet and then six feet deep. Nung matapos niyang hinukay yung libingan, humiga siya doon. He lied down and he went to sleep and he had a wonderful dream. Ang problema lang, property ng king yung kanyang ginawang libingan. Kaya pinuntahan siya ng mga sundalo and they poke him with his, their spears. Nagising siya dahil tinusok-tusok siya ng mga spears ng mga sundalo. And he was brought before the king. He was questioned. Why did you dig a grave in my property? Oh, sir, your majesty, gusto ko lang pong maranasan, ano ba talaga ang feeling kapag namatay ang isang tao? Yun lang yun, Wala na akong iba. Gusto ko lang malaman na pag humiga ang tao doon at namatay, ano ang kanyang feeling? Hindi pala masama, Your Majesty. Because when I was lying there, I had a very wonderful dream. Oh, talaga? What was your dream? Naniginip po ako, Your Majesty, that I was a very powerful, rich, and popular king like you. Malapad yung aking realm. Marami akong pera. I had thousands and thousands of soldiers and servants. But then, everything disappeared when I woke up. Kasi ginising mga ako ng mga sundalo. Sana ko hindi nila ako ginising. Nandun pa yun. But now, it's, everything is gone. But for you, your majesty, you have power, riches, popularity. You have thousands of soldiers and servants. You, are, you have plenty of money. But all of this will be gone when you close your eyes in death. 
the king was speechless. We think we know our way. We think we can reach our destinations without Jesus Christ. Everything in this world will be gone. The moment we close our eyes in death, it's only when we have Jesus Christ that our sense of direction will be restored. The second thing that happens to a person when he is in spiritual darkness is that not only that he lost his sense of direction, he also lost his sense of discernment. Yung kanyang isipan is darkened. And Apostle Paul was very clear in Romans chapter 2 that a darkened mind cannot discern between truth and falsehood. Apostle Paul was saying in chapter 2 of the book of Romans, because of the darkness of their hearts and minds, they exchanged the glory of God, the invisible God, and they started worshiping the creatures. Hindi ba, ano masabi mo sa utak ng tao na yan? Na instead of worshiping the Creator, he is worshiping created things. Not only that, he starts worshiping the works of his hands. Maybe it's made of gold. Maybe it's made of stone. Maybe it's made of wood. Paper, plastic, we bow down to that if we are in darkness. Because we do not discern between truth and falsehood. Sabi nga ni Isaiah, ano masasabi mo sa isang tao? Pupunta siya sa forest, puputol siya ng kahoy, dadalhin niya sa bahay. Hahatiin niya sa dalawa. Yung kalahati, gagawin niyang panggatong, firewood. And the other half, Gagawin niyang kanyang Diyos-Diyosan. What can you say about that person? His discernment is totally destroyed. He does not know what is true and what is false. That's why we need the light from the Lord Jesus Christ. So that we will know that this is true and this is false. And that we will follow this and we will reject this. A missionary was telling a story, an incident in India that in that community, every year, they had fiesta. Tayo sa Pilipinas, may fiesta, fiesta din tayo. Pero iba yung fiesta nila doon. Hindi lang sila magluluto ng pagkain. Talagang magsasacrifice sila. And uh, they saw this mother. Itong nanay, meron siyang dalawang anak na lalaki. Yung isang anak, hindi masyado healthy. Itong isa, healthy. Nung pumunta yung mother, nakita nila pumunta yung mother doon sa bank of the river. Nagulat sila because kinuha niya yung kanyang anak na healthy at tinapon doon sa ilog para kainin ng buaya because in that community, their God are the crocodiles. To us, matatanong natin, ano na sa utak ng nanay when she was asked, Bakit hindi yung sakitin ang tinapon mo doon sa ilog? Bakit yung healthy? Ang sagot niya, I cannot afford to give my God yung may sakit. Dapat yung healthy. Is that not crazy? But to her, she was believing that these are gods. So if we are in spiritual darkness, 
we lost our sense of discernment. We think we are doing what is right. But in reality, we are doing what is against God. We manufacture our own truth and reality. And destruction comes after that. So, we lost our sense of direction. We lost our sense of discernment. That's why we need the light from Jesus Christ. And thirdly, when a person is in spiritual darkness, his, his mind, his heart, his disposition is gloomy. Nakakita ba kayo ng tao na sinking at masaya yung kanyang itsura? Madilim. What you see around you is sadness, fear, discouragement, depression. Because a heart that is darkened, his disposition is gloomy. And how can you cheer a person who is dead? Can you cheer him up? There's no way you can cheer a person up when he knows that he is sinking and sinking into darkness. That's why he tries to lift himself up. Every time you see a person na kailangan niya ng alcohol at droga para ma-high, ang ibig sabihin, very low yan. Kasi kung high na siya, hindi na siya gagamit nun. But how can you expect a person who is in spiritual darkness to be cheerful? There is emptiness in his heart. He can never be cheerful. That's why Solomon said in the book of Ecclesiastes, I tried to cheer myself. Gusto kong pasayahin ang sarili ko. Dahil hindi ako masaya. In spite of all his wealth, his popularity, when a person is in spiritual darkness, hindi yan masaya. Mahaba ang mukha niyan. Walang smile. I remember when I was in Asbury, dinadala nila kami sa mga supermarkets pag weekend. At nakikita ko yung mga tao doon nagtutulak na mga trolley. Ang dami nang pinamili, pero nakasimangot. So nagtanong ako, sabi ko, bakit ito mga tao nakasimangot? Ang dami naman ang dala nila sa mga trolley. May nagbulong sa akin, Pastor, utang yan. Ah, kaya pala. Sino ba naman ang masaya? Parang bundok man yung babayaran mo. So when you are in darkness, your disposition is gloomy. And there's nothing in this world, like Solomon said, I tried to cheer myself up by gathering all the gold, the silver, the precious stones. They're vanity. They cannot make me happy. And so he said, I tried all kinds of wine. May pera siya eh. Kaya ito ang problema ng mga pera. Kahit walang pera, bumibili ng shabu. Just to cheer themselves up. And yet, Solomon said, this too is vanity. Chasing after the wind. And then he said, I tried to gather as many servants, singers, musical instruments, just to cheer me up. Pero alam niyo itong music, uso-uso yan. One decade, ito yung uso, sikat itong mga singers. Pagkatapos, luma na papalitan na naman ng ibang klaseng music, 
ibang klasing singers. Then after 10 years, mawala na another song, another singer. Kuminsan sa church, ganun din tayo. Papalit-palit ng music. Akala natin, we can make ourselves happy. Solomon said, this is vanity. He could afford to get all the famous singers and the best instruments in the world, but nothing can cheer a heart that is sinking into darkness. Sabi niya, hindi man pala pwede ang kayamanan, hindi pwede ang mga bisyo, hindi pwede ang entertainment. He gathered all the women he could find. And yet, his life was never happy. Because you can never cheer up someone who is in darkness. It's only the presence of the light that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ that can lift us up in spite of the situation. Kuminsan gusto nating magbago yung sitwasyon. But there are times God does not change the situation. He will change your heart. A story is told about a South Vietnamese Kasi yung South Vietnam, maraming Amerikano doon before the communists take, took over. And so, itong mga Amerikano, nagkaroon sila ng mga kaibigan ng mga South Vietnamese. And some South Vietnamese were able to read and write in English. But then when the communists took over, yung mga kaibigan ng mga Amerikano, hinuli, they were arrested they were gathered and they were placed in the concentration camps. They were treated harshly. Talagang pinapalo sila yung pagkain ay hindi maganda. And this one South Vietnamese, yung kanyang assignment every morning, aside from all the other assignments given to them, every morning bago pa siya kumain, yung kanyang assignment maglinis doon sa mga latrines na ginamit ng mga officers ng mga komunista. Ang hirap ng kanyang trabaho. Umiiyak na siya. He was crying and he was so depressed. Can you imagine the Americans left? Naiwan sila? Sila ngayon ang pinagbuntunan ng galit ng mga komunista. And so there were times that he was so depressed he wanted to die. But then while he was cleaning the latrines, the CR, he noticed pieces of paper. Huwag na natin pag-usapan paano nakarating yung mga pieces of paper doon. Pero na-interesado yung South Vietnamese dahil may mga nakasulat doon sa mga papel. And it is in, in English. Yung pala, yung mga opisyalis ng komunista, pinagpupunit nila yung pages ng Bible at yun ang ginamit nila doon sa kanilang CR. But then when the South Vietnamese saw this piece of paper just scattered there, and he was, he was looking at them, and he was interested because they were in English, and he could understand them, he tried to clean. Kinugasan niya yung mga papel. Pinunasan niya at pinatuyo. And in the middle of the night, he would get a candle. Yung tulog na lahat, yung mga kasama niya, he would get a small candle. And he would start reading those pieces of paper. And God's word penetrated into his life. Hindi nga ito yung, ganito yung pagkakompile. Watak-watak yung mga pieces of paper. But then when he started reading them, masaya pa siya. Nagulat yung mga captors. 
bakit masaya ito? Very early in the morning, pupunta na doon sa CR kasi gusto niya makita yung mga papel at hugasan niya, ipatuyo at babasahin. And the Word of God started penetrating into his life and he started smiling in the midst of the difficult situation. The captors were surprised. Diba dati gusto nang mamatay itong tao na ito? Bakit ngayon nagbago ang kanyang disposition? Because it is only the light that comes from the presence of God that can lift us up while we were sinking deep into the darkness of sin. That is why, brothers and sisters, we who have received this light, of course, many people rejected this light, but you and I who accepted Jesus Christ as the light of the world, we experience that our direction is now clear. Our direction used to be destroyed. Now, our discernment is very clear. Our discernment used to be also destroyed. We used to be deep down. Our disposition is gloomy. But Jesus changed that. Now it is our chance to bring the light to those who are in darkness. So that like that South Vietnamese person, I really admire the work of the Gideons. When they distribute scriptures, they spend their own money for the printing and distribution of the scriptures and distributing this to everyone. Because those who are in darkness and have faith in their hearts, the moment they receive the light, they will have the direction from God. Their discernment will be clear. And they will be lifted up from that life of grief, life of sadness, life of fear into the living God. It is my prayer that we in the Christian and Missionary Alliance, as we culminate the Missions Emphasis Month, that we will continue to pray for our missionaries. They are in different lands. Some of them may not be in good condition right now, but your prayers and our participation in the local, national, and international missions will bring the light to the nation so that the person who used to be in darkness will be translated from darkness to life, to light, and from death to life in the Lord Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. You just heard a message from Sambuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you grow with your knowledge and journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, follow us on our Facebook page, Instagram, and YouTube. For Facebook, at Sambuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. For Instagram, at Zikaek PH. For YouTube, at Zikaek Ministries. See you there!